We're Robin and Shelby, and you're listening to the Rising Rebel Podcast. Through this podcast, our vision is to empower women to go for their dreams and have the courage to stand in their power. If you are someone who wants to live consciously, explore and shift your mindset, deepen your desire for personal growth, and really rebel against the shoulds and limiting beliefs that are holding you back, you've come to the right place. Here, we dig deep into the journey back to self and uncover that inner knowing that allows us to live from a place of alignment and authenticity. If the universe has placed us in your path, get ready because we're going on a wild and expansive ride. Hello, magical humans. You got Robin and Shelby. The pack is back together. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here today because last week I was not able to make the interview with Shilamita. And so I felt left out and I'm so excited to be back here together with my biz sister, my soul sister, Robin Clark. And uh, yeah, we are just, let's get into it. Like, let's just get right into it, Robin. You have such an incredible little journey slash story to share with us. And I, let's not waste time. Let's just jump right in. (laughs) Oh gosh. I am so excited to share this story. This is big. And actually some of even the closest people to me haven't even heard this full story yet. So you guys are very special. So I did something really big last week. We eloped (laughs) on Thursday, April 13th, Brian and I eloped on Vancouver Island and it honestly was the most relaxing and magical day just connecting with one another that I could ever picture. But there is a story behind it. There is a story to how that came to be and I want to share it because I think it's such a great example and testament to doing the work and catching yourself. So there are so many pieces at play with it that bring in all these different parts that Shelby and I talk about all the time and the tools that we try to bring forward and what we talk about in the rising rebel. So let's back up to January. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it was the first week of the new year. I'm feeling like pretty inspired and lit up and like calling all these visions into my life. We were focusing a lot on visualization at that time and what our vision for the year held and all of that energy. Then I get a call from one of my best friends who also is this just incredibly talented, magical human. And if you don't have her on your radar yet, go check her out and you'll know what I'm talking about. She is Ange McCabe from Myrtle and Moss Photography. And she has just done incredible things. Like she is one of the absolute best photographers. She would be one of my favorite photographers, even if I didn't know her. Like she's been in magazines. She has all these awards. She's done all these incredible things. And when I look at her photos, I'm just in awe. So she is my ideal photographer. Like she is the person that I would love to have my photos taken by. And so she called me up and she said, hey, like you want to elope? I have this opportunity where I'm going to be shooting on like on the island and 
like, would you and Brian be interested? Because she knows that we have talked about this over and over and over. Brian and I, if you don't know our story at all, like we have a house together, we have kids together, the dog, we have everything. Like we're married. Most people actually think we're married. And we always just said that when the time is right, after we have our kids and we have time and we're feeling relaxed about it, then we'll elope. And we were thinking in well, our- you guys actually already have the same last name, which is hilarious too. Like you're Robin <laughs> Clark, he's Brian Clark. Before marriage, you guys had the same last name, which is just kind of crazy in itself. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I actually um, was going to forget about that piece. But yeah, there was no reason for us to get married other than our own desire to to do that and to like express our vows to each other. It really was for us. And so this is why we said, you know what, we want to get married. Like, this is not like having a wedding, having that celebration to us is not the most important thing. The most important thing is this life that we've built together already. And so yes, for us, just as the two of us, we want to celebrate that. But really, in all, all other ways, we are already married. And so anyway, she called me up and she's like, what do you think? Like, would you guys want to like elope? And it would be in April and this is in January. And keep in mind that at this point I was less than one year postpartum, not necessarily like feeling the best in my body, have all these little baby hairs. If you're a mom, you know what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> and my instant thought that came up was all the limitations, all those feelings of not enough, like why I wouldn't be good enough to do this at that point. And because it's such a big thing, because it's your wedding, like even if you're loping, it's still a big thing. Those fears came up right away. And so I kind of said, no, I don't, like, I think that's too quick. I don't think I'll be ready. And then I had to run. I was going to a massage. So I had to run. I'm like, listen, I'll, I'll talk to you later. But I just, I just don't think that one's going to work for us. So then I'm driving to my massage and I'm thinking, what, what are you doing? Like, and then I'm laying in my massage. And I'm just picturing my vision board and all these images that I have on Pinterest as well as like what I had envisioned in my head for an elopement. And half of those were actually Angie's pictures that I had pinned on Pinterest. And just this vibe of being on the like island with all the lush trees, the ocean, the rocks, like that's what all these images were. And it was just of two people. Like all the images I chose were just ones that evoked emotion for me of connecting just with him. And so I'm laying in that massage and I'm like, choose again, choose again. <laughs> like that is not, why are Reach you into my toolbox? <laughs> yeah. And so it took me maybe about 20 minutes to go from all my fears and limitations and blocks and, you know, those old feelings of not enough to come up to switch that around and say, Hey, no, we don't believe that anymore. Choose again. Like that's not actually what you think you are worthy. You are enough just as you are right now. And this is literally the universe handing this to you on a silver platter. What is on your vision board, what you've been manifesting for years. All you need to do is say yes. And so I called her back when I got out of my massage and I said, whoops, like I'm choosing again. The answer is actually yes. So that's kind of how it came about. And, but that was just a really important thing. And I will never forget that moment because even though we can do all this work, we can do all this subconscious reprogramming. It doesn't mean that 
sometimes those aren't our knee-jerk reactions. Like that could still sometimes be the first thought that pops into your head. But what are you going to do about it? Like, and for me, it didn't take that long to remember that, wait, no, that's not what I believe anymore. Like my confidence in myself doesn't come from all these external things or how I look or whatever anymore. And like Brian and I are in such a good place. Like our relationship is better than ever. Like I feel more loved unconditionally than I have ever before. So yes, the answer is yes. Not letting those fears rule my decisions. Mm -hmm. And how often do we do this? How often do we manifest something? We dream it. We think about it. The universe listens. They plop it in your lap and then you're like, nah, it's too scary or no, I don't think I deserve it or whatever. How often in your life, like whoever's listening to this kind of reflect on some of the things that you've been manifesting. Has the universe actually plopped it in your lap already and you haven't thought that you're good enough for it yet or some of the, your limiting beliefs have come up and you've actually blocked it. So it's just a kind, kind of a cool um, way to think about it is like, what things are you, you're saying you're open to receiving, but sometimes you're not actually open to receiving. And having the tools, which I have something to add in about that later too, the tools that Robin is sharing is those things do pop up in your life all the time, but what tools do you have to say, okay, wait, this is an old belief. You catch that thought and now I'm going to choose again and I'm going to reach into my toolbox. What do I have? Okay. You know, you got present, you really thought about it and then you chose again. And I think that piece is so important for people to hear is you get to choose again just because you said no. Like you could have gone off and be like, oh man, why did I say no? That's too, that's so upsetting. I wish I would have said yes. No, you just like message her right back and you're like, actually, I choose again. And we can do that in life all the time. People think that once you've made a decision, that's it. That's never it. You can always choose again. And I think that really is it. It's like we have these beliefs about ourselves or a lot of times it's these limiting beliefs that we've been letting play in our heads for like more than our, our whole life. So like for me, these have been like 30 years or more of these beliefs running. Yes, I've really consciously made an effort to reprogram that, but it doesn't mean these don't still come up. And so it's it's mm -hmm. really, the more you do the work, you just shorten the time frame between having that fear and moving through it anyways. So the fear is still and not judging up. yourself not judging yourself for the fact that that thought did come up because guess what? That's life. We're human. We're living in a human experience. Those kind of limiting beliefs are going to come up the rest of your life probably. So not judging yourself that you had it. It's just choosing again. Yeah. And this one, like I would say, you said, how many times are we getting something from the universe or something, a beautiful gift or an opportunity is in front of us and we say no when really all we need mm -hmm. to just do is surrender and say yes. But how many times is that happening when it's not so obvious? Like this was one of my big things. Like this was one of my big ticket items that was on my vision board. Like one of my big manifestations that had been on there for years and not just like some aspects of it, like down to the T, down to pretty much the very exact images, the very exact locations, like very in my face, obvious. Mm -hmm. And I still almost said, no, I still yeah. almost said like, I am oh not God. worthy of this. 
when it was like, here you go. You asked, you said you wanted this specific thing. Here it is with like bells and whistles and yeah, right down to to all the details you wanted. Here you go. Do you want it? Yes or no? No, thanks. Like how many times (laughs) do we do that when it's not so obvious? Like how many things and opportunities have passed us by where we've said no out of fear or Mm. out of like, whatever those limiting beliefs running the show and so it yeah the whole point of doing this work doing the personal development work digging in is not that those things are never going to happen for you it's like can you move through them and how quickly can you move through them and also do you even catch them because i don't even know how many opportunities i missed that weren't so obvious this one was a big one and it still almost passed me by And so I also want to talk a little bit about that decision. Some people are like, what? You eloped and you didn't tell anybody? Like your kids weren't even there? No. So Brian and I have been talking for several years about like, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? What do we want to do? And really every time we started looking at other options, like there was obviously a desire for our parents to be there, but then it kind of, every time we would go down that, that, thought process of what would it look like if we had, you know, our parents and our siblings there. And every time it was a scope creep and it got away from what we actually wanted. It got more complex than we wanted. It got more complicated than we wanted. And then we decided, you know what? No, we finally settled after a lot of contemplation that no, we really do just want the two of us to actually fully enjoy our day and just celebrate each other And so when we had already decided that, that was before this opportunity came. And so I know a lot of people are wondering like, what, you didn't tell anybody? Yes. Like my in-laws who are the most amazing grandparents, I am so grateful for them. And by the way, I've been calling them my in-laws for many years. (laughs) This does not change a thing. Um, But they came and they watched the girls. They, they're so supportive. They thought that we were going away just for a few days to see our friends. And I think they had maybe an idea that maybe we we're going to do this. Cause a few weeks ago they were joking like, Oh, you're not running off to get married. Are you? And like <laughs> our faces probably said everything that, you know, but when we, when we left, like we left with the intention that this is what we're doing. We didn't tell anybody like Shelby knew. And then obviously Angie, who is also one of my very best friends who was the photographer as well knew, but that was it. Nobody else knew. And so it was kind of fun to just have this for the two of us. And I cannot tell you how magical that was, but it was not just that we did it that way is that we stood in our power and we knew that that was what was right for us. And we were willing to make that decision and move forward with it anyways, even though there would maybe be some opinions about it or that maybe some people would be disappointed. And so for us, like that was another thing of stepping through that, not necessarily fear, but like almost standing in, standing your ground and standing in your truth. When you really know what is right for you, what's aligned for you, what's the next step, are you doing it or are you 
holding yourself back because you're worried about the judgment of others or disappointing someone else or all these like feelings of other people that play into the decision when really like those people are emotionally intelligent enough to handle that on their own. Like we don't need to take on all the feelings and emotions of everyone else and then let ourselves down and do something that's not what we want because we're trying to please other people. Like let's trust that the people around us can stand in their power and hold that for themselves as well. Right. And oh my God, I love that. Yeah. Like everyone was so happy for us. Like we actually waited. We did not spend our day at all worried about what other people thought of it. We Mm -hmm. told our parents, we told our family, we told our best friends, we told everybody the next day when we were driving. So we weren't taking away from that connection and the day still went by really fast, but we got to just do what we wanted. And we got to just, you know, as parents, often we don't get to just do whatever we want all day, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and so that's what we did. We went for pizza after we got married. We're like, Hey, want to stop at the pizza place? Sure. Like, and we got to do that because we didn't have to worry about anyone else's opinions of it or accommodating anyone else. And it was just really freeing. We got to live in that like free space that we don't often get to do as parents and as like partners together in life. And so it was just fun to get back to that, like free loving, like just magical, do whatever you want vibe. And it was just so great for us. Well, I think the biggest takeaway from me listening to your story again, and I've heard this a few times, but what I'm getting from it right now is that you and Brian were so squeaky clean in your energy that this was for the two of you and the two of you only. And then you let that go. You let the opinions and the judgments, not that you even had judgments, but like the maybe judgments or the maybe disappointment, you let that go and you didn't have guilt about it because you were really squeaky clean in your energy. And I think that sometimes we we feel guilty if we don't really stand in our truth. But you and Brian were 100% standing in your truth. So there was no guilt to be had, right? Like, so that's, to me, that's the biggest takeaway is if you're feeling guilty for something, doing something, I just like, okay, check in on on the intention behind why you're doing it because that guilt is coming up for a reason. It's like your emotional guidance system. If something doesn't feel right in your body, it's probably not. But you and Brian were so, so, um, you had so much discernment. You had very, like, you knew for sure that this is coming from a great place and you knew that's what's best for you guys is best for everybody. And so there was no guilt. You guys were able to just soak up that energy and be in the moment and love on each other and allow the people around you to hold their own emotions about it, which I think is like, to me, that is emotional intelligence. Like, oh, that's, it's palpable. Like I, I think that's like, I'm just, yeah. Anyways, I, I love that about you. And it's like something that I want to calibrate to more and more and more because you, that's just such an example of you standing in your power, squeaky clean energy, knowing that's what's best for you is best for everybody and doing it. So bravo, golf clap. (laughs) I can (laughs) honestly say that guilt does not come into my day at all or regret. There was not one part of my day that I said, Oh, I wish we did this or that that thought creeped into my mind. And if I could tell a little bit about the day before and how like talking about that energy, how the day unfolded for us in that way also was a bit intentional. So the day before when we're, we're leaving, like we have to catch a ferry. It's a long journey. We went over to the Island 
um, and we woke up. It's the middle of April and there's snow. There was snow and we're like, what the heck? And Brian almost took the winter tires off the night before, but then it was kind of raining and he thought, "Ugh, I don't want to get out there in the driveway and do this in the yucky weather. So he left them on. We woke up to snow and we're like, thank God the tires are still on. But if you know me, you probably know that I get anxiety with winter driving and it's something that I've been actively working on and I have my things that I tell myself to kind of bring myself back to reality when that's happening. But Brian, on the other hand, is like dashing through the snow. And I went, like, he just does it. It does not phase him at all. He's yeah. like, oh, like, like, there's, there. like, there's two lanes. We can go in the passing lane. No problem. And meanwhile, I'm just like white knuckle, like holding on. Yeah. And we are polar opposites in that. And so he tries to be conscious of like my feelings about it. But also I'm, I'm really, is something I'm still working on. So so this is the setting we're like driving through the snow and then i'm also putting together like a wedding playlist because we brought a like wireless speaker and we had that on the beach with us and it was so amazing it was like just great but i i wasn't stressed about anything so lots of the stuff left to the last minute like i bought earrings on the mall at the mall on the way down there because like whatever it didn't really matter so anyways i'm like crying because I'm like so emotional picking these wedding songs in the car and Ryan's just looking over it. So that and the, the combination of the anxiety and then it ended up being a really long day. But by the time we got down to the ferry terminal, it was perfectly bluebird, like sunny day. It was awesome. So that was really great. We had a really good ferry ride. And then we get over to the other side and it's like traffic. It is rush hour in Victoria and we still had some errands to run before we could go journey to where the Airbnb is, which was about an hour past Victoria. So we still had at least a couple hours of our journey plus all these errands to run. And so by the time we ended up getting to this Airbnb, which was so magical, it we were pretty worn out. And like, I will say that I wasn't showing up as my best self. I definitely wasn't. And then this was my first time being away from Ellie since she was born. And I got out my breast pump. Like maybe this is too much information, but I got it out and I, I forgot the valves. Like I didn't have the valves and I started like getting all worked up and I was getting really upset. Cause I'm like, I don't even want to have to be doing this right now. And then I don't even have the things I need to do it. And I'm like worried that I'm going to maybe, you know, like get in, like get an infection or something. And I was just, it was just wrong. And Brian's like, take a minute, like, look where we are. Mm. Let's enjoy this night. Like there is nothing to worry about. It is all going to be okay. And for me, he was like saying, he was speaking my language, like saying all these amazing things that I often will say. And I was like, okay, yes, I need to like make note of this and it's not that big of a deal. And so anyways, we ended the night well. And then when I woke up in the morning, I woke up earlier than him. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that any of that like residual energy from yesterday where I wasn't feeling necessarily like I was showing up as my best self is gone because today is going to be a magical day. And I set that intention. I had time. I, I pulled out all my cards. I did a big spread. I went outside in my bare feet and actually grounded my energy. We're like surrounded by the ocean in this like most spectacular place. And I just took that time for me in the morning to set the day off on a really good foot. And to choose again, I want to bring that up. 
this is another story of saying, okay, you're human. You had a human experience yesterday and you get to choose again. Yeah. Like right? I'm not so, going to let good. that experience of yesterday being a bit stressful and having some anxiety, um, shadow today at all. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't, I was going to leave that in the past and choose again for our day. And honestly, everything was so perfect, but it was because we knew it was going to be, and we weren't worried. We did not let that seep into the day at all. So we like woke up, I did my cards. I did all these things that I love to do for myself to fill my own cup. Then we went for breakfast with like my friend who's a photographer and her, um, her other photographer who was mentoring with her. And we just went to this really cute cafe and then we came home and we had checked the weather. It was supposed to rain. We checked it again in that morning. It was still supposed to rain. Guess what happened? It was a cool... manifested a beautiful day. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So it was a cool day. Like it was feeling like cloudy and like pretty cold in the morning. And then when I was getting my hair and makeup done, I saw like a few sprinkles of rain on the deck and I was like, Oh, that's okay. It's still going to pass by the time we're done. Guess what happened? The sun came out. It was like the most amazing weather for the rest of the day. And it was a little bit overcast during the ceremony, which couldn't have been more perfect. Brian is extremely tall. He's six, five, I'm five, two. Like I was looking mm -hmm. up at the sky already, which is quite bright for me. And then as soon as the ceremony ended that like skies cleared right up and it was perfectly sunny. And we spent the day just like hanging out together, loving each other on this beach, just so chill. Mm. It was the best day listening to like that music playlist I had put together the, the day before that like got me in the feels like that, that really evoked those emotions. And it was just so amazing. Couldn't have been more perfect, but the stars aligned. Like I really do think that setting those intentions, like getting my energy back into a good space that I know I can do really set, set the day up for success. Mm -hmm. And again, I'll just tell you what my takeaway is from this entire story as we wrap up is you had a toolbox to go into. That's the life-changing takeaway from this that I'm getting is because you've done so much personal development and self-development and you've tapped into all of these different modalities, you had a range of different things that you could reach into that toolbox and pull out. You had the power of being present. You had the law of attraction on your side. You had the manifestation skills. You had intention setting. You had choosing again. Like you had all of these incredible tools to use throughout your day when the human experience would creep in and potentially wreck that for somebody who didn't have these skills. And so that's why Robin and I are so friggin' passionate. You can hear this in our voices. We're like, get the toolbox. The toolbox <laughs> will freaking make your life so much more magical because you'll catch these little actions and these little things that go on in your day that normally could wreck it. Like you could have been totally wrecked by the drops, the drops of rain on the thing as you're about to get married. And you're like, what the hell? It could have drained your mood. You probably manifested a storm coming in, you know, like this happens to people all the time when they don't have the toolkit to pull themselves out of those human experiences and choose again. And yeah, anyways, that's like the, the biggest takeaway for me out of this whole story is that you have so many skills and, and anybody can do that. That's what we do in the rising rebel. So that it really is why we want to share Like we have 
worked on this personal development for ourselves to like make our lives magical, which they totally are now. But that's why we started this to share that mm -hmm. because it's not like we're special. Anybody can do this. And we want to share these tools, these things that have worked for us, the, these reprogramming our mindset, all of these things that have shaped the lives that we have today. And one thing I do want to say about manifesting and even those big things, like for me, this was one of those big ticket items I said, is that when it happened, it was truly just icing on the cake. And I said mm. that in my vows to Brian, I said like the life that we have built together, this beautiful relationship we have, our girls, like our family, this life that we live day to day is its own reward. And getting to marry him was really just icing on the cake. And that's how mm -hmm. when you're actually getting into the feelings of why you want to bring these things into your life, and you start living those and feeling those and like acting as though it's in your life now before it happens, when it does come to fruition, it is going to just feel like icing on the cake. It's just going to feel like that extra little sprinkle, but you're not depending on that to bring you happiness. And so for Brian yes. and I too, like I had, I have never felt so connected. I've never felt so unconditionally loved. Like our relationship is in such a great place. And so that was such an amazing way to go into this wedding, not like thinking it's going to change anything. And literally nothing changed. My name didn't change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like nothing in our life changed except for now Brian wears a ring. Like that's it. Well, that's the keys to manifestation. Like you just nailed it on the head. God, you're on fire today, Robin. <laughs> but like you just nailed it on the head. You manifested something so beautiful that actually you had the feelings of that already. So what you think this gorgeous wedding is going to bring for you, you lived it already. You already had it. Therefore, your huge manifestation came plopped right on your lap. So if you can, guys can take anything away from this, if you're interested in manifestation, it's living in the feelings of having that thing already. And so that when it does come, it's just the icing on the cake. Like people talk about, they want to be rich. Well, they want the freedom probably of what richness brings. So how can you feel free in your relationship already? Because if you think money is going to fix your happiness problem, guess what? It's not. It's absolutely not. That I'm going to mention something about that freedom. So with all of my manifestations now, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how material it seems or whatever. All of them are 100% desired because of the freedom and connection. Those two themes are through everything I desire in my life, freedom and connection. And that wedding day, like our day couldn't have reflected that more. We both felt so free to just do as we pleased. It was so magical. And then it was just us. We were just connecting all day long. Like I just mm. felt so loved and so connected. It was perfect. And so those two things, like we wouldn't have felt that freedom if we had done it a different way or if we had tried to like take into account other people's desires. And I know that, you know, people would have wished they could have been there, but then that would have changed that for us. Like that sense mm -hmm. of freedom would have changed because we couldn't just like fly by the seat of our pants and just, you know, do whatever we wanted and change the schedule last minute if we want or whatever, like that flexibility would have changed that sense of freedom and not having to worry about a single thing other than the two of us would have changed. And so 
when you're manifesting, manifest because of the why, the reason that because Mm -hmm. something's meaningful to you. So there's other things that I'm calling into my life that might seem a bit material, but really why I want those things is for the freedom and the connection. Well, had you gone in and manifested your big wedding day to make you happy and to improve your relationship, that this is what happens to people all the time. They manifest this big thing because they think it's going to make them happy. They get that thing. They wake up the next day more depressed than them before they had it because it's like, oh shit, that didn't work. Right. So like you could have woken up the next morning after your wedding and been like, huh, why? Like that, I'm not any happier, but it wasn't, you didn't manifest this because of you were looking for more happiness. You manifest it from such a squeaky clean energy. And therefore that's what you got. So anyways, I kind of want to leave these, you guys on these notes. Cause that's so powerful to just like really sit in that and like, listen back to this episode again. You think it's just a story about Robin's wedding. It's not, there's so many nuggets in this story. Um, yeah, that's just, no more words for me. Yeah. The biggest, the biggest moment that I will always remember about this is those limitations, those fears, like those old beliefs I had about myself, about like worthiness or not being enough or whatever, especially because I wasn't feeling the best in my body in that moment being postpartum. That was the biggest takeaway for me realizing in a very short time, like after I hung up that phone, this, the thoughts already started circulating about how I didn't actually believe what I said. So when you catch yourself saying something or your inner dialogue to yourself that you don't actually believe, don't let it just spiral. Don't let it just play Mm -hmm. out. Choose again. That's, that's conscious choice. Conscious choice is stopping, putting the brakes on. What did I just say? And then choosing again, like consciously choosing what you've decided you actually believe, what you actually resonate with now and not just letting it play out. So speaking of conscious choice and manifestation, if you guys are listening to this, this episode comes out on Thursday. We've already done two nights of Soul on Fire, our free masterclass. It is not too late to get into this free group right now. So if you guys want to hear more about these tools we're talking about of how Robin and I have shaped our lives, we're talking all about them in our free masterclass. You just need to search soul on fire a free masterclass by the rising rebel will just request access to get in the group the replays are in the guide section if you've missed it live that's totally fine the replays are there it's going to be free for the next i can't remember exactly how many days um but if you want this more of this like get into that masterclass and watch those replays because they're really powerful and we're talking about more of the basics of like how to get started on this kind of a journey And I think we'll try to put the link in the show notes if it allows us. Otherwise, we'll put exactly what you can search in the Facebook Mm -hmm. search um, part at the top of Facebook. And yeah, come join us there. It's all, it's a really incredible group of women, actually. And there's been a lot of interaction. Yeah, it's so great. So come join us. We are so in the vibes this week and we Mm -hmm. hope to see you there. Oh, two more things. If you don't get into this masterclass or say for some reason it's not for you. We also have an upcoming in-person event May 13th in Williams Lake. So DM us about that. And then we're going to be in Kamloops, BC at Sun Peaks for the Bloom Festival. That's May 6th and 7th. So DM us or message us, reach out to us, email us, whatever you want to get information on those two things where you can hear us um, in person. So 
just wanted to add that in there too. Okay, you guys have an amazing rest of your week and we will see you next Thursday. Bye. We have some exciting offerings coming up and we want to share them with you. If you want to dig in and start doing the work that will help expand your mindset and help you start living in alignment, then check out our show notes for how you can sign up. We would be so honored to have you come work with us. Soul on Fire is a free online masterclass starting April 18th that will help you remember your magic and kickstart that journey back to self. We also have an exciting in-person offering for those local to Williams Lake on May 13th at Studio 20. It's $55 and it will help you learn tools on how to go from exhausted and frustrated to a life full of ease and joy. We have a vision of connecting like-minded women and creating a sisterhood of women rising up together. So come join us. If you've made it to the end of this episode, that means you're committed to expanding your mindset, shifting your beliefs, and the journey back to self. We are so honored and absolutely grateful to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed this conversation, please help us spread the message by sending this episode to a friend. The Rising Rebel is dedicated to creating a paradigm shift where women remember how truly magical and innately worthy they are. See you next week, and remember, empowered women are good for the world.